Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 78, verses 23 through 29. Yet he commanded the skies above and opened the doors of heaven. He rained down on them manna to eat and gave them the grain of heaven. Mortals ate of bread and of angel, ate the bread of angels. He sent them food in abundance. He caused the east wind to blow in the heavens, and by his power he let out the south wind. He rained flesh upon them like dust, winged birds like the sand of the seas. He let them fall within their camp, all around their dwellings. And they ate and were filled, for for he gave them what they craved. Exodus chapter 12, verses 33 through 42. The Egyptians urged the people to hasten on their departure from the land, for they said, We shall be dead. So the people took their dough before it was leavened, with their kneading bowls wrapped up in their cloaks and on their shoulders. The Israelites had done as Moses had told them. They had asked the Egyptians for jewelry of silver and gold and for clothing. And the Lord had given the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians so that they let them have what they asked. And so they plundered the Egyptians. The Israelites journeyed to Ram- from Ramesses to Succoth, about 600,000 men on foot, besides children, A mixed crowd also went up with them, and livestock in great numbers, both flocks and herds. They baked unleavened cakes of the dough that they had brought out of Egypt. It was not leavened because they were driven out of Egypt and could not wait, nor had they prepared any provision for themselves. The time that the Israelites had lived in Egypt was 430 years. At the end of 430 years, on that very day, all the companies of the Lord went out from the land of Egypt. That That was for the Lord a night of vigil to bring them out of the land of Egypt. That same night is a vigil to be kept for the Lord by all the Israelites throughout their generations. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 17 through 22. Now in the following instructions I do not commend you, because when you come together it is not for the better but for the worse. For to begin with, when you, came, when you come together as a church, I hear that there are divisions among you, and to some extent I believe it. Indeed, there have been factions among you, for only, so will it, for only so will it become clear who among you are genuine. When you come together, it is not really to eat the Lord's Supper. For when the time comes to eat, each of you goes ahead with your own supper, and one goes hungry and another becomes drunk. What? Do you not have homes to eat and drink in? Or do you show contempt for the church of God and humiliate those who have nothing? What should I say to you? Should I commend you? In this matter, I do not commend you. Good morning and welcome to the ninth Thursday after Pentecost. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Walkersville, Maryland. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 78, Exodus 12, and 1 Corinthians 11. Um, And the the, um, Corinthians reading is really fascinating about don't humiliate those who have less than you, but um, I want to talk briefly about this word used in 
Exodus um, to describe what Israel was as they left. Um, this in, in the NRSV, it uses the word company. Is the, in Hebrew, the word is sabah. Um, and I'll get to it in just a moment. But Exodus 12, they've just witnessed the last plague, the 10th plague, the uh, death of the firstborn. Um, and <clears throat> uh, it wasn't that the angel of God had some psychic powers or something. Um, everybody had to make a meal. Um, they're told to keep their shoes on their feet and everything. They were to make a meal, and um, uh, the blood of the the young sheep or goat um, that was slaughtered for the meal, um, their blood was supposed to be painted on the doors. And only by that blood on the doors would the angel of death know that that was the family of an Israelite, you know, an Israelite family. Um, if if the Egyptians heard about it, they could have done the same. Um, if some Israelites failed to do it, they would lose their firstborn. Um, but the, the tenth plague ends, and the Egyptians are just horrified, right? And they had been instructed by Moses that as they go um, uh, to to ask for certain things, um, they depart hastily, and this... You know, in, in English, it says they plundered the Egyptians. There's no combat. There's no, you know, victorious, you know, conflict or something. They plundered the Egyptians simply by doing what God has them do. Um, and as they go, um, they asked the Egyptians for jewelry of silver and gold and for clothing. And the other thing that it mentions is the kneading bowls that they wrap up in their cloaks on their shoulders. So those are the only things that they have. And then a bunch of other people come with them, livestock, flocks, herds. Um, uh, and there's, it says there's 600,000 men, but um, those are the items that they carry with them. Silver and gold that they've taken from the Egyptians as well as clothing, and they're kneading bowls. Um, and as they go out, they are called a company or the companies of the Lord. And this word sabah in Hebrew is the same one that's translated as hosts or companies or armies. And so just a few chapters later, after they witness God drowning the chariots and the warriors of Egypt at the Red Sea, they sing this song and they say, God is a warrior. The Lord is his name. And um, what I, I bring this up to point out that if we're Christians or perhaps Jews, we, we, you know, we've inherited what it means to do war, to be a soldier, and we take for granted that what we've been taught is what's correct. Uh, you know, the, the military is for fighting wars and destroying our enemies and blah, 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 blah. But if that's true, then what it means to be an army looks something, or if, if Christianity and Judaism are true and our scriptures are reliable and have some, you know, authoritative power over our, our lives and our beliefs, then what it means to be an army is not necessarily to have superior firepower or to be trained for war. It's to be running around with jewelry, clothes, and kneading bowls. 
and a bunch of livestock. That's what it means to be an army, a host, a company. Um, Because this is a word over and over again that's used to refer to the the companies of the armies of Israel, even to the armies of Christ, not Sabah, but anyway, Stratayuma, whatever. Um, What it means to be an army is to be organized, is to be structured, um, because even as they flee, they are organized into companies, the 12 tribes, right? Um, And very quickly they begin to, you know, there's more organization that follows. Um, But in case you're wondering, the word for war and warrior, um, ish milchama is um, man of war, milchama is war. And it comes from this Hebrew word that means uh, to devour. War is the thing that devours. God as a warrior is the God that devours, uh, uh, just like God devoured the Egyptian army in um, in the, the Red Sea as they look back and witness what God has done. And it's by God's power that they uh, prevail, not by their own. It's not up to us if we try and do it on our own or for our own interests. It's not for God. It's for us. Um, and sure, armies do conduct war and do fighting. But first and foremost, um, they are those who are called to assemble um, from stratia. The Greek word stratia is where we get stratiotis, which, is mean, which means a soldier. It literally means one who assembles. It's anybody who is eligible for service, um, anybody who is able to be assembled, um, that is what a soldier is. Any citizen, any member of the tribe who is able-bodied. I mean, at the time it was men, but now I, I think it's, it's, it's also quite safe to say that they're men and women. And the people who are assembled, and we're actually even thinking about having women register for the draft, but that's another topic. Um, and so the, um, it's really important that we recognize, A, that the, the words and their associations that we've inherited from our own culture are not necessarily the ones that the Bible um, approves of, right? That there, there's no rubber stamp, like, oh, I, I think I know what it means to be in the army, and so that's clearly what the, I just need to look for that in the Bible. No, no, no. If our starting point is the Bible, and we discover that something is out of sync, it's either the Bible or us, and with the Bible comes God, and with us comes, well, just us. Um, and what I mean by that is, if we really believe what we say we believe about God and our scriptures, then the meanings that are clear from scripture should have authority over, should supersede, um, should be more important than the definitions that we have in our own heads, Right? So if you think that to be in the military is to be highly trained, to have you know superior firepower and all the rest, it just happens that the American military has that. But the American military also may have become in the last generation or two a hammer that looks around and sees all nails. Um, and we've lost sight of what it means to be uh, those who assemble on the, for the benefit, for the greater good of the whole. Um, that um uh you know maybe maybe that's how in you know kind of a, a grunt's imagination it's connected to Paul's letter to the Corinthians 
how um, they had done things that should not be commended. They've forgotten what it means to be Christians, um, and they've they've allowed their their social their inherited social customs to kind of drown out um, the the traditions and practices of Christianity that were supposed to um, you know fill the valleys and bring low the mountains. And when our our own expectations, our own social norms outweigh Christian scripture and and tradition and experience, um, that's when we've done things that do not deserve com- commending, commendation. You know, like our like the military awards. Um, and so we have to be careful um, to be aware of the things that we bring into the Bible, eisegesis, um, so that we don't try and. Uh, take our own kind of um, biases and and assumptions and try and import them into when we should be exporting the Bible into our own brain, you downloading from the Bible into our own brain rather than uploading. Uploading is eisegesis. Downloading in this metaphor would be exegesis, where we let the Bible speak for itself. And we um, we put our own kind of baggage on a shelf and let the Bible speak to us rather than trying to speak to the Bible. A prayer for guidance from the Book of Common Prayer. O God, by whom the meek are guided in judgment and light rises up in darkness for the godly, grant us, in all our doubts and uncertainties, the grace to ask what you would have us do that the spirit of wisdom may save us from all false choices, and that in your light we may see light, and in your straight path may not stumble. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast at patreon.com slash pewpewhq. You can contribute as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instructions will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with pewpewhq in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in the episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I can't convince you to jump in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.